When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was not. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, I baby. Like I was just here. Oh, you were. In this very you were. What is up, everybody? And welcome to the DMVR Nuggets podcast. Air horn like an Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, I don't know what that was. That was Nobody does. That's mysterious. I'm sorry. Gets the people going. Started. Uh, we present as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DMVR whenever you sign up. Gamble along with us. Super Bowl weekend. No shortage of things to gamble on. You'll have a good time. Today, guys, is the we're, we have a trade deadline special show tomorrow. That's going to go live tomorrow at twelve thirty. Is that right, Kale? Twelve thirty. Twelve thirty tomorrow. So we're going to be bringing you as all the trades go down. We're going to be giving you live reactions. There's a chance that the Nuggets make a trade while we're what? live on the air tomorrow. Hopefully, hell yeah. Uh, hopefully, it'll just be no trades and it's just us talking to each other about other things. That would that would be a hilarious. Just we're just like yeah. going with the fellas. We just run out of topics. We're like, so what? Uh, would you have for lunch? Should we go around the association? No, there's always trades. Even if Stock they're not. Report. The thing is, is even if there's not a Denver Nuggets trade, there will be trades that affect the Denver Nuggets. Sure. So there's going to be no shortage of things to talk about. Uh, and it should be great. Today's show, though, we are going to kind of preview, make our predictions, talk about things that we like uh, or, or are hoping for, our hopes, our dreams, our aspirations oh, for boy. the next 24 hours, uh, as well as get Wynn's perspective on the game, because we didn't get that last night. So I hate not getting Wynn's perspective on anything in life. Really? You just want to On anything. Everything. What else do you want my perspective on? Literally everything. Oh. Come, <laughs> I, I, I feel bashful to ask. Just offer your perspective every, every time you see me. I love that Harrison could do two things. Rena, suit. Suit coat show hat backwards, dude. I haven't worn a suit to the arena in three years. He's not. He's not doing it till the coaches are doing it. Yeah, the enough. second the coaches started dressing down, I started dressing down. I, I approve. I approve of that. I'm energy, not going to look honest. better than the coaches. That's, you don't want to show up, Michael Malone. <laughs> no, nah. he'll he'll be so upset about it. Uh, guys, he's wearing his sandals again. It's vote. Sorry about that. Uh, actually, no, I'm not. They're really comfortable. Shout out to the guy that DM'd me last night asking oh me where God. I got them. Also, we're setting up a GoFundMe account for that guy. <laughs> so we're, we're trying to help him out. He's down bad. Him out. He, he thinks <laughs> Vote has, yeah. It's an expensive product. Brendan Vote got asked what his outside grade slippers are that he wears on the show that we can't believe he wears on the show. So things aren't going well. Not going well. <laughs> Over here, I got D-Line. He's feeling spicy today, you yeah, guys. Clearly. I'm always, dude, I had spicy at NMM for lunch uh, with my mother. Spicy edamame. Oh, that's nice. My mother and I went and got lunch at the Japanese restaurant you right across the street. spicy edamame? We shared a, a bowl of spicy edamame. Nice. Spicy edamame, <laughs> just way better than regular edamame. Yeah, dude. It's the courtside fit, of, uh, courtside fit of, uh, of lunch. Yeah. Mom and, line. And then Harrison went over there. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm in the mood line. for some uh, sushi. You want to you go get some? I'm got a lot to talk about. You want to do a dozen of this banter. Another banter. We're going to get into the trade stuff in segments. Me and you, D-Line? Guys, we're going to get into the trade stuff in segments two and three but i do want to start with i mean last night's game to me was such a big one for the nuggets it was such a like encouraging one on a number of different uh for a number of different reasons one take in particular that i'm very excited to debut on the show but before i debut that day <laughs> i want to ask harrison wind what he thought of the most vibey win of the entire nugget season 
most vibey win of the Nuggets season. I don't think it was that. It was an awesome night, though. Get the bleep out of here. But it, it was good, though, right? It was a great one. Yeah, it okay. was a great win. It was a great night, man. Um, what you love about Nikola Jokic is he just always gets up for games against Rudy Gobert. You know, yeah, well, yeah, I think you're right. He he got up for that game last night. Like he was on one from the opening tip. He dominated. I mean, Rudy Gobert was ass last night. I mean, get Rudy for Gobert, lack of a better yeah. word, Rudy he Gobert kind of sucks, though. man. I, but he was still on the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I loved how Jokic came out last night. I loved how Michael Porter played. I just loved his aggressiveness and confidence. Um, and I wrote a big piece on Porter on the DNVR.com right now. You can find it just how he's bought into his role this season because it's been the sneaky storyline of this year. It, it's gone under the radar because Jokic is tracking towards a third MVP. Jamal Murray's found his pre-ACL form. Aaron Gordon's developed into the perfect role player. But the storyline that's kind of gone under the radar is Porter is just bought in totally to his role. Uh, so you can go read that if you want, but um, nice. No, it was great, man. It, it it was a great win, especially because like you knew Minnesota and its fans wanted that one too, and the Nuggets were just like, "This is what happens when we actually play you guys when, not on a back to back." When do you know who I was sitting next to last night? I, I do, but go ahead. Friend of the show, Dane Moore. Damn, wasn't feeling great about his <laughs> his first yeah. round Wolves Nuggets take. <laughs> Dude, I've never seen somebody subtweeted on the timeline more. I know. He's such a good guy too. Like he's like not at all oh, a hot takey. I don't even think he's so like everybody. Like he has a great a pulse on the team. Their own team. Just naturally, like, yeah. But he's not a homer relative to most. Like totally guys, not. So. But that the reason <clears throat> the way you know he's not a dick is that people weren't adding him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. If they, like with yeah. Drew Hanlon, whatever yeah. that guy's, we're like, at Drew Hanlon, get bent, you dickhead. And like, yeah. Dane Moore, everyone's like, feels, you know, they're like, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. guy. But, but there's a lot of like, what is that? Yeah, what does that Minnesota guy think? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I was so encouraged with it. And here's my big take that I'm excited to, to kind of share here. We talked, touched on it a little bit. The one piece we under discussed on yesterday's Winner's Lounge. The pace of that game was so phenomenal. It was so fast. 49 points. You only score 49 points if, one, you're on fire, and, two, you get a lot of shots up. You can make every shot in a first quarter and not get to 49 just because you play too slow. Yep. The Nuggets turned stops into fast-break transition defense. And I use this one. I, I might have said it yesterday. I, can't, I don't think so. But this is my new take. Pace and tempo are like spinach for Nikola Jokic. They're his superpower. They augment his superpower. When the Nuggets inject that into the game, he had 16 assists in three quarters. Like He was on pace for 22 assists. When you play with that level of pace, his best skill set is that he reads the court faster than anybody else. And when the court speeds up, the gap between how he reads the court and everyone else gets wider. So I think that one of my big takeaways, and I've harped on it all year, this is not a criticism of Jamal Murray in terms of like he's not a good player. The Nuggets are clearly better with Jamal, but I still think the missing piece for Jamal Murray is tempo. And last night was one of those examples. Absolutely. Even think about the way Porter got his thirty last night. It was not a lot of dribbling, right? And you know it was actually all for the most part within the flow of that offense. And so that's we know when the going gets tough and you have to play the best defenses, you need Jamal Murray on the floor. But there is something, too, when he hasn't played 
the way the ball moves, the decisiveness with which these decisions is made on offense, it unlocks, you know, another level for those five guys. That is not to say that they're better off with Bruce starting. You need Murray's dynamicism, his willingness to take and make tough shots. But the tempo thing, they have so much offensive talent. All they really need to do is pass the ball and not turn it over. And they're going to score. Yeah, ten, ten turnovers, though. I actually think pace correlates to the turnover. Like sure, you, sure. It's almost counterintuitive. You think you play fast, you get messier, right? You're going to turn it over more. I actually think it's the opposite is you true. You get more like dunks and stuff. You get more of the defense scrambling, and then Yoke's just cool as a cucumber, like doing the things he does. So to me, Eric, this is what I think of. Three, four years ago, before Jokic became an MVP, he was a great player, an all-star, all these things. The thing he was missing was he was a 20-point-per-game scorer. <laughs> And the question was, should he be more aggressive? And it turns out that he was capable of being a 27. He might be capable of being a 35-point-per-game score. a 100-point-a-game but, but he ratcheted up his aggressiveness <clears throat> as a one-on-one scorer, and it was like, you know what? He didn't lose anything. He just added two. I think with Jamal Murray, this is also true. You're not losing the great things that he does in terms of like pick and roll, he, the, the two-man game, all the half court, the slow it down when you need to. Don't lose any of that. But I do think learning when to push is how you go from 8-0 runs to 32-2 to two runs because you're like, hey, this is a moment to push it. They're feeling uncomfortable. So every stop, make them sprint back because they're panicking right now, and we're just going to keep making open looks. Yeah, most of that came with Ish Smith at the helm. Like yep. He just <clears throat> running and ru- dashing and doing all the things. Prancing, is, dancing. Yeah, he was... Tiptoeing and Dinky Duncan. What would you say your spinach is, by the way? Is it Red Bull? <laughs> may, may, it, I know not. it's not spinach. Probably not. Pro- probably. <laughs> okay. what, would, what would my spinach be? Yogurt, <laughs> athletic greens. Shout out highlights. Illegal peats for sure. <laughs> Don't stir them. Um, but the yeah, like this is why I wanted point guard so bad. Like this is why I want them to get a point guard so bad that will push. Even obviously with Jokic, that helps. But I feel like that helps with anyone or any of their lineups that, that struggle in the half court. It's just like getting transition stuff, getting everybody out running, and especially like on that second unit where you just have like a bunch of athletic guys. It seems like that is the way that they should try to structure at least that portion of the offense and then also have the ability to, you know, let Jamal be Jamal, but then also have another point guard come in and change up the pace. Jamal plays off ball, all of that stuff. Just the ability to keep you the opponent guessing is, I think... Largely, what and it's not to. ish though. I think it could be ish. I mean, truly, like I, I just my only feeling with ish is that I just get nervous about relying on an older guy. Like I just, I'm so snake bitten by people getting injured in the playoffs and not having anyone to turn to, and then having to you know rely on talent that you wouldn't have to normally rely on. So All I just right. want, I would just want more people because I just, I, I know what that feels like. Yeah, that Nuggets game last night. Denver reminded me of the 72-win Warriors last night. That was a 72-win Warriors-esque win, man. Like, they stomped on their throats like the Warriors did. When you played that Warriors team, if you didn't score, you you were fucked. You couldn't afford a drought. You just couldn't afford it. If, If you did not, like, score two times down in a row, you were screwed. Yeah. Because that team, if they got a stop... They were coming down on the fast break with Steph Curry dribbling the ball, Clay Thompson on one wing, Kevin Durant on the other wing. You right. weren't stopping that. 
The Nuggets give off that same feel when they get stops. And because you can't stop this offense, and you can't stop this offense in transition. The Nuggets are the best transition team of all time this year, if you look at the numbers. That can have a compounding effect on defense, right? Like when you're pushing the pace, you're shooting open and early, it's a big run. All of a sudden, the, the shot quality starts getting real bad, right. right? They're forcing the issue. They're getting away from what they want to do. Denver defended well last night for some stretches, but what mostly happened is they scored so well that Minnesota just melted, yeah. right? What they wanted to do flew completely out the window, and there's this compounding effect. To your point, Wind, how much better can it be than a 32-2 to two run that's as good as anything those KD Warriors did. It was it was dominant. I remember when the Warriors put 51 on the Nuggets in that first quarter Yep. during that season. That, that's still the most points a team has ever scored in the first quarter. Like, that was unbelievable. But Denver still scored 38, 38. points right. in that first quarter. Yeah. Um, last night was just a different level. Yeah. It really was. Uh, and that's what's so encouraging. And then, of course, the Michael Porter piece of this, yeah. to me... I thought his defense was great. I'm surprised he didn't get defensive player of the game chain. Are you surprised at all? He had blocks. I mean, I guess Aaron I Gordon. I thought it was going to go to Aaron Gordon yeah, because he, Aaron he Gordon have. had like three steals and two blocks in yeah. the part of the game that actually mattered. Yeah. The first yeah. quarter. Yeah. The deep <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. thought with Smith, like it was so weird Like he clearly made a big impact on the game and then giving him yeah. defensive players like what? The defensive <laughs> player of the game chain, it's symbolic where like it, you can give it to somebody as like a interpersonal play, you know, yeah. like. And Michael Porter, he he deserved all the praise last night. I thought he could have gotten it just to you know hype him up a little more, yeah. give him give him just some more roses. The Denver player of the game is what it should be. The Denver player, honestly, I even think defensive. Like part of me thinks that that would have been a good game to give it to him, like you said, because it's like, hey, you scored thirty, that's good. But you also were so great defensively and and on the court for all of these great defensive runs um, that I just thought it would have been nice. But when what's your take on him? Because to me, I put this out before yesterday's game. Yesterday's game actually now makes it six. He has 11 20-point games on the season. Six of them are in the last 11 games. So he's actually now on scoring 20. He's done it more than half the times over the last month. I think that he is actually not peaking, but I feel like he is getting better as this season goes along. Yeah, I think so too. And um, he's just not fighting it. And yeah. and what I mean by that is he's just so comfortable and I've never seen him just more confident in what his exact role is. Like he looks to me like somebody who just knows exactly what's being asked of him now, knows exactly what he wants to do, the type of impact he wants to make. He's not like searching out shots anymore. Yeah. He's letting the ball come to him. Um, he's moving off of it. Like, do you remember when Michael Porter just would stand on the three-point line with oh, yeah. his arms out when he didn't have the ball? Now he like cuts and screens and just looks he's to learned make a stuff lot happen. Where the seams are for him, definitely. I think, I think yeah. gotten healthier again too. <laughs> Actually, it, it, yeah. The rebounding and, and the cutting to the rim, I think, is very directly tied yeah. to that. Stuff. And now you can tell because teams just try to take away his three-point shot. He's looking to take guys off the bounce. You saw that against Jaden McDaniels. You saw that last night too. Guys are trailing him around screens. That's a uh, a play I highlighted in that piece. Um, but he's just got this like poise to him right now and yes, this yep. calmness to his game. Yes, win. And I just think it's this um, this understanding of what his role is and what's being asked of him. I agree. And by the way, another milestone that was reached last night: Aaron Gordon, 132 dunks on the season, surpasses his last year total. Wow. So he was below it last game. He passed his total of dunks, and he did it in just 48 games. 
unreal. As opposed to 75 the year before. Think about that. 130 dunks in 75 games last year. 132 in 48 games this year. Big test for AG last night, too, right? Like, that strategy, that's what Philly deployed. That's yeah. what the old Gobert Utah teams used to do. He may see it again. He may see it in the playoffs. He will for sure. And it's for not, sure. It's not just about hitting your threes. He was right. two of three last night. But getting creative in how you utilize that space. In the first two minutes of the game, he was wide open on the wing. And he thought about the three just long enough that Gobert committed. And he fired that laser into Jokic. And Jokic has a mismatch over Nas Reed. But he waited till yeah. Rudy came out. And it's like, it doesn't just have to be stand and shoot. And by the end of the night, you know, as Jokic moved on the floor and Gobert's attention shifted, Gordon relocated. And it wasn't just like dunker spot. It was just, he just kept occupying valuable real estate whenever Gobert turned his head, knowing Yoke would find him. And so there's... It's not just standing and waiting for your shot. You can make yourself a weapon when they ignore you like that. So those are valuable reps for AG. I loved how he played. Enough about the past. Uh. Let's take a break. And on the other side, let's talk about the future, which is the next 24 hours before the trade deadline. Literally always. What's that? The future is always the next 24 hours. Didn't let me finish. <laughs> NBA fans, <laughs> it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hands with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, guys, this week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no sweat same game parlay every single day. Uh, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Opt in, place the same game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get your bonus bet back. Download the app now. Sign up with code DNVR. New customers bet $5 on the NBA. Get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, also, I misspoke. 73 win Warriors. Sorry. I saw you in the comments. I said 72. <laughs> 73 You're Warriors. an idiot, dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm You're a dumb as fuck. No we don't like mistakes. you on the show. I know. Yeah. Um, Jive Hive. Boom. Jive Hive. We're having a Jive Hive watch party tomorrow? That's right. <laughs> February yeah. 9th? That's tomorrow. That is Thursday. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be this uh, is an Avs game and a Nuggets game. Wow. And you have to be 21 to come. Yes, there will you not, do. We will, there will not be product in the building, but it's to give away coupons and things like that. And I think there are like drink giveaways and stuff, or drink specials and stuff. <clears> there are drink so. specials and things. Yes. Tomorrow, if you haven't been to the DMVR bar, if you were thinking like, hmm, Thursday might be fun to come to the DMVR bar, it's going to be a banger. It will be a banger. Every time we've had like a... Uh, coordinated watch party effort is always it always bangs out of control yeah but you can also uh, come meet us you can meet the jive hive crew as well starts at 5 p.m 21 plus uh jive hive shirts coupons rally towels wow rally towels um also breck specials yeah here are the specials six dollar beer of the month it's the vanilla porter jr uh, of course it is dude it's a, it's a <laughs> michael month uh also 25 dollar mix and match breck buckets uh, if you don't know what Jive Hive is, it's a virtual dispensary on wheels. They serve a bunch of areas throughout Colorado. Aurora, Greenwood Village, Monument Fountain, um, various areas of El Paso. Go online, jivehive.com, schedule delivery or um, get same day delivery, jivehive.com. All righty, we're back. Um, before we get into some of the Nuggets stuff, there is a report going around right now that looks like the Lakers, Wolves, and Jazz might be teaming up on a three-way deal. And I find this one very interesting. It would send D'Angelo Russell to the Lakers. It would send possibly with Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley to the Lakers. Picks going to the Jazz along with 
Russell Westbrook, who would be bought out, I'm told, so he would not stay with the Jazz. They would buy him out. <laughs> he could join some other team. And then you have Minnesota receiving Mike Conley, a more steady, less highs, but more steady point guard. I look at this one, and I hate it for Denver. Because not that I'm like overly worried about Minnesota or the Lakers, but right now my threat level for those two teams is zero. I think this improves both of them in terms of this season, in particular the Lakers who need shooting. So for me, I'm worried. You're not so much, D-Line. I'm not worried in the slightest. I don't. To me, that that trade does absolutely nothing. The Lakers are so far below the threshold of. I mean, they're they're currently not slated to make the play-in tournament, which means they're. Lower than the tenth seed. Um, yeah, but they're also three games out of hosting a first round series. I mean, that's a little misleading. Well, sure, but all the same, like that's the, that is their current reality. I don't see D'Angelo Russell moving the needle that much for them. Like, what they... about Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley? I mean, here's the thing: how how I would look at it, they would lose arguably their biggest anchor in Russell Westbrook. He's been their biggest anchor, sure. and they would gain their third, fourth, and fifth best players. I mean, I like I don't know. I, to me, it's like the Nuggets are so far beyond like that level of of worrying. Like that, they, they maybe they're a little bit better. I I just that it strikes no fear in my heart. I mean, I don't want them to shake it up because I think as it stands, yeah. they're not good enough. That's that's the thing. So there's like a principle. They're of the going matter. to though, especially after yeah. missing out on. If you Kyrie. go from a, they're a zero threat. Even if they went to a one, it's a bummer for the the Nuggets. Sure. And they have LeBron James. Like sure. I mean, I will say good. like, given all the firepower in Denver, D'Lo does strike no fear in my heart. But the notion of the <laughs> Lakers changing it up and finding another identity, finding more firepower. Of course, I'm resistant to that. I want them to stink. Uh, although there is a chance that adding D'Angelo Russell could make them worse. So you never know. It's true. They, I mean, they, he's <laughs> not. Is it true? How is it true, though? Um, just They have no shooting. I know, but just the team could get worse chemistry somehow Maybe than it already has. I actually <laughs> don't think it can get <laughs> worse. Starting. I, I'm, I'm actually going to go ahead and say it can't get worse. It's I mean, as bad as it can be. I mean, moving off of Russ, like they would do whatever they, they could to do that. So, I mean, it's worth it for them. And I'm against them shaking it up. But I'm also... Somewhat with D line here in that like there's a of all the th the potential moves we feared over the years like D -Lo to the ex place it, Lakers isn't yeah it's not that I mean it's, again I'm with you on that yeah, yeah. yeah what do you think Wind um I think it would it, it it makes me a little nervous just because like you know the Lakers are gonna improve their team at the trade deadline you know they're going to get some buyout guys like this won't be the last thing they do if this is something that they do um so it it does make me you know a little nervous i mean but it's a potential first round matchup you want that one to be an easy one anyway i'll tell and you i was really nervous about them getting Kyrie. yeah yeah that um i'm way less nervous about this daniel russell shooting 50 percent over the last 30 games from three Including the Congrats. game last night where they lost by forty, they got a forty point quarter. Congrats, the fifty point quarter, Russell. yeah, right. Like I, they, they, I don't know. Like they, to me, Denver has something that you can't acquire. Of course, and so it's like I don't the, the the chemistry they've built, the team building that has gone on here for so long. It's like you can't. I don't. I don't believe in my heart that you can just interject or you can just inject that and create it in a lab and like so, hey now we're great you know like i just don't think that they have that or nor that can they get that but they their best players are all aging they're all they're just very unreliable like who's to say that either of their top 
players even make it to the playoffs. We haven't seen that happen the last two years. Like I don't. And we'll get to it in the fourth segment, but there is some reason to think that maybe their two stars don't even like each other anymore. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe because we'll they're both unlikable. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> the other part of this is the Minnesota move. You know, if they get Mike Conley, I mean, here's the thing: as good as D'Angelo Russell has been, I think he's the wrong guy for that team. And yeah. more to the point, this is my own personal opinion. Get Towns and D'Lo out of there, and that's a whole new team. And that's weird because they're two of their three best players. Yeah. But to me, that's Anthony Edwards' team. I think they're on a longer timeline than this year. Yeah. I'm not worried about them necessarily for this season. But I do just wonder, like, hey, man, you give them Mike Conley, I think they're actually better. As much as I just said D'Angelo Russell's good, they become more of Anthony Edwards' team, and he's a, do a they, scary guy. Is the, I, I've not seen the proposal. Is it ju- only... Conley going back to I don't Minnesota? think that there is a strong like everybody knows all of the moving parts of pieces. I mean, but I would, Conley is the piece. Conley Conley wants Conley. He should have. <laughs> he should also get picks back. He's incredible at drafting. Yeah, they but gave I, they up need all some of, of their picks away. Forever. Well, I think the weird thing then is they that can Utah give us is the one that's receiving all these picks, yeah, and they also need, have right. a ton of picks. So Utah might be the new Thunder, where they just have ten picks. All right, let's move on. I just wanted to talk about those briefly because it does affect the Nuggets, and it, it would be a pretty big move. But let's get into some targets for the Nuggets here. And I'm gonna—I have a list at the end. If you guys have more, you could kind of throw some more at me. Okay. But I want to go through, and I want to sure. start with centers. Everybody's been talking about centers, okay? If the Bones trade is happening and they're bringing back a center, I've got a list of a couple names okay. here, and I just want to okay. hear. Let's hear it. If you would be excited <laughs> or not, let's we're find gonna, out. We're gonna start with Zach Collins. Okay, no, okay. I'm, I'm gonna head Jesus. off. All right, yeah. that was a fun show. <laughs> let's start the bus fun show, show guys. everyone. <laughs> See you tomorrow. I, wow. I, know, I know a t-shirt I would make right away. It would be his infamous <laughs> hand gesture. Wow. <laughs> is it because the hand gesture? Is this, yeah. the, is this the reason we're out Yeah, because on... he looks like he's carrying a tiki torch. Yeah. I don't want to oh, know my wow. squad. Is this why? It's because like, Denver already yes, has like, high-profile Yes, I'm racist players. towards him. I don't like Jeez. it. <laughs> um, Zach Collins is a hell of a player. I love Zach Collins. I'm surprised this is so unanimously bad. I'm actually really proud of that reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody uh, rehearsed him. same page. He's like reaction. really good. If you were just talking about talented players, Zach Collins would be like, yes, good. but we don't like him, and yeah. he's injury, and he's injury. <laughs> he can't stay healthy. And this is a team of vibes, and you can't put a. That's like he's like a zero vibe. Is guy. he? Yes. Yeah, he's negative vibes. He's, he's my vibeless. Vibes, Why yeah. positively vibeless? Is it? I again, man. Here's the thing. A lot of when we talk about those things, it's our relationship to them. Correct. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's what we're talking <laughs> about. We're exactly. I don't know that like the players hate him or that he would like disrupt the, the locker room. I'm talking me. All right. You <laughs> don't want, want. to. I, we have to go a little deeper than this. Harrison, is there anything that you think he would be a positive impact player? He does. Uh, he's on this year, then he has a team option for next year, so you could almost control whether or not. I think I'd rather him. Zeke Naji than Zach Collins. Not both together. No, I don't. And not, need not both. the option to play Zach Collins if yeah. you needed a backup. Player. I'd rather Zeke just full just stop, Zeke I think. and no disruptions. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I like Zach Collins. I think he's actually a really good player. He is injury prone. That's a really good take. All right, Robin Lopez. Interesting. Interesting. Pass. I think it would be a closer to DeAndre Jordan at this stage in his career. I would take. I would take Robin Lopez. I prefer him greatly to DeAndre Jordan. But DeAndre Jordan, as I understand it, is. Purely here for the vibes, so I don't, I don't know. think he would lose DeAndre Jordan. He would just add Robin Lopez. Also, good yeah, for nobody's vibes, clamoring for DeAndre Jordan in a return on a trade. Yeah, I I do think the likeliest scenario is that DeAndre and Robin Lopez are bringing vibes to the bench, Damn. not on the That's court. Like Fourteen just, feet just of at vibes. the end of the bench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel feet of vibes. I I was dead set on getting a backup center a backup five that was like kind of what i yeah. saw as a hole for the nuggets early in the season but zeke Naji's 
emergence over the last month, let's say, has made has moved me off of that. I'm like, this guy can do some things. Like he can play, he can play defense. He can pass the ball a little bit. He can he can shoot a little bit. I mean, he's not somebody you want to rely on as your top guy. We're talking about a backup five though. I mean, it's just always with the size with him. I'm listening to you now, and I think I hear. So here's the thing. You don't want to lose bones for no player because yes. you feel like, the, even if it's a future pick or asset, but you don't think they need a center. Right. You don't think they need a shooting, like Bruce Brown or Christian right. Brown yes. replacement. No. And you don't, like, Vlatko, do you need a Vlatko replacement no. at the four? No, no. So you only thing you think is a, po- is a point guard. That's what I want. He's a point guard. We're, not, we're losing a point guard. I want to get a point guard back. Okay, so for you, it's There's very narrow. Like, so when we uh, analyze these and I ask your opinion. I heard Russell Westbrook might get bought out. You're basically going to say no to every non-point yeah, guard. Yeah, that, that, that I is, just want to make sure. Yes, yes, that, that is my thinking. My thinking okay. is that every position either has a log jam of players that are all good and fighting for minutes, or are there's just a redundancy that doesn't necessarily help the Nuggets. It just creates another guy that's going to be on the bench. The one thing I that I look at that, and you were intimating this earlier, is that they want more pace. They want right. more. They want the 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 offense to be initiated more cleanly and faster. And that's what a point guard does. And we don't have. I mean, we truly. Let me amend it to say a point forward too. You might be into if it was a player that could bring the ball to court. I mean, that's Bruce Brown, you know, like a point. For, I mean, he's more guard than forward, but all the same, like th- we have a cert, we have, we already have serviceable. I want good. Like I want to improve, but if you, I'm, it's not going to be this player, but if you had a Kyle Anderson who played point guard in college and is now a wing, Bruce Brown moves to point guard, but you still have another ball handler. That's like knows how to run pick and rolls. And I mean, maybe that's, but to me, it's like Kyle Anderson then is, is fighting with Vlatko for minutes. You know, it's like those two uh, kind of like occupy the same Kyle's space. I probably better at this point. Well, yeah, but I, but I, mean, I also, I also better? don't think so. Cause I just think it makes Bruce the one sure. Christian, the two Kyle, the three I'll Vlatko this, the four. Just since you brought him up sitting next to Dane, he mentioned roughly 100% of the games where the floor falls all the way out for Minnesota. Um, they don't have a rest advantage. Just kidding. Uh, is that <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Anderson wasn't on the floor. They've, of he, course. He's just been a really stabilizing, but specifically... He's like Aaron Gordon for them. He's a, he, yeah. he's. But the playmaking, to your point, like the yeah. ball's in his hands and he makes decisions and it, it makes the team better. Uh, let's keep, moving through, he's let's keep moving through this list. Andre Drummond? Yes. You would take Andre Drummond? Oh, for sure, man. For Again, sure. it makes Denver, like right now, their defense has an identity, the second unit. It's switchy. Yeah. Drummond makes changes that. You would but you take still Drummond. would take him. Yeah, great rebounder, experienced, athletic. I think yeah. it causes problems, even though I do think he's like good. But I just think good. it causes problems. Like now you're, Maybe. who are we? You know? Drummond over Jordan, but I think I'd rather Zeke's switchability look mm. over the either player. Jalen Smith? Nah. Nah. <laughs> you guys don't like sticks anymore? Sticks. No. Sticks. I, I never really liked them that much. Nerlens Noel. Sure. Eh. It'd be good. It'd be a good player. Sure. It would not be the worst outcome. Yeah. The problem with Nerland's... He's kind of like a, a mix between Zeke and Drummond. It's true. I, the thing about Nerland's is I know he was a big-time, like, distract locker room distraction oh. in the past. I don't know if that's changed over the years. Yeah, the guy just had a hot dog one time. He hasn't been able to live it down. He had a hot dog? Oh, on the side of the bench. He's the guy who had a hot dog in the middle of the game. I just don't know if he's like a Nuggets guy, and I don't know if he's the type of guy you bring into your locker room this late in the season if you're like, hey. That's the sneaky part of this that, like, let's say it's a bad business deal, but it's a guy who doesn't need to play. 
And a guy right. who doesn't have a like brings little baggage and low maintenance. Like there is value in that too. As Eric has said many times, you don't want to shake up these vibes. All right, let's move on now to the forwards. I'll save guards for the end since that's where Eric's gonna want to interject here. Um, let's just go through a couple. Actually, let's take a break. We're at we're at the minute, minute total. Let's take a break. On the other side, I have a longer list of guard players. We'll race through and then get to forwards. Guys, kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much, much more. Shady Rays, they're an independent sunglass company. They make a world-class product that's really just as good as some of those expensive pairs that you probably waste a lot of money on and have broken and you've lost <laughs> over the years. Make the shift to Shady Rays right now. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. They've got this awesome deal going on right now exclusively for DNVR listeners. It's their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the code DNVR, or visit them in-store here, Park Meadows Mall. 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. An incredible deal. Two or more pairs. Yeah, dude, buy However a pair. many pairs you want. You two, buy, just two or more. Yeah, you get a pair that comes with a pair. Yeah, 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Um, rated five stars by over 200,000 people. So, Shady Rays, blowing up. Get, uh, get on the movement with them. Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR mm. and the official beer of this season. The Mile High City Golden Ale. Pick it up from Breck Brewery. If you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator at breckbrew.com. You can't miss the uh, Mile High City Golden Ale. It's got that Nuggets logo on it, the beautiful skyline. You see it right there on the bottom left of your screen. Ooh, beauty. Look at that can. Just beauty. a thing of beauty. Breck Brew just really outdid themselves on this one. Uh, pick up some today. It's the perfect beverage to enjoy when you're watching this show, when you're watching a Nuggets game. Uh, Breck Brew, the official beer of DNVR. I just thought about this. This is important. It's a <laughs> pair of sunglasses. Yeah. Because it's got the two lenses. Uh, yeah. It's a pair of pants. Yeah, two legs. Sweatshirt. Not it's got a two arms. Not a pair of sweatshirt. What the hell? It's got the two openings. Might as well be a pair of pants. It is true, although I feel like the shirt primarily covers the chest, which is there's just Listen, one. man. The only not the nipple, it's the chest. The, the crotch belly. area is just an elongated version of this. It, it, the pants it are, should be a the pair of sweatshirts. Are, I, I disagree. Ninety percent. Why is it a pair of pants? Legs. I've, I've missed something somewhere along the way. The arms make up <laughs> roughly twenty-five percent of the surface area right. of the chest. It doesn't matter. It, it's a pair. It, it's a pair of armholes. I'm mad now. I'm really mad. Now. <laughs> Take it up with big shirt. All right, let's move on to our forwards. Ooh. Let's talk a little forwards here. And I got a list. First up, T.J. Warren. PJ Warren coming back from two and a half years out of the league, now playing and not, he's on an expiring contract. It's only worth like two and a half million. Been out of the lineup a little bit lately. Been Interesting. I mean, I just a this bucket. Is, this he's is more of a Brooklyn's tearing it down scenario. I don't think they would do this as currently constructed with KD. But you know what? Who knows what the plan is for Brooklyn going on? There's, there's some talks here. Whose minutes is he taking off the bench? So TJ Warren, I think he's not really a Jeff point Green? guard. I mean, yeah. you would hope, right? That's your hope. He's not really a point <laughs> guard, but could you would you run a better offense if it was Bruce, Christian, score. Uh, TJ, MPJ, Zeke? Is that like now you have enough offense then to go night, with the That'd be a drastic better. change. Would it? 
Well, I mean, the way I envision the bench now is, yeah, you have that all-defensive lineup, but, I mean, in the playoffs, Jamal Murray's going to be with that group, I think. Yeah, that's a good so point. So that's, that's what I'm always thinking about when I'm thinking about the bench. That's a good point. Jamal's probably going to be playing with that lineup. DJ Warren, to me, would represent a real gamble one. And if he doesn't work, like he is coming back from injury, if it doesn't work out, you know, I don't know that it's that big of a deal. He could just be gone. You ended up getting a... Yeah. This could be the... Um, who was it? Devin? Uh, who did they get? A uh, Devin, years? not Hester. Uh, Devin Harris. Devin Harris. Remember they got him for and like then he just went oh, right two back. months, and then he was gone. And you were like, "Well, that." And that's who they traded nothing. for Emmanuel Moutier. Well, that, that's still a win. Then that's yeah. the <laughs> wildest thing is that they drafted Emmanuel Moutier, and his entire tenure in Denver was worth half a season of Devin Harris, who didn't even really play that much. Did, and didn't even gone. play. <laughs> <Here's Thurs. laughs> like, better than Richard Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. What? What? What's? I'm always thinking about too with these targets is like. You said TJ Ward's a free agent after this year? Yeah. Okay. What I'm always thinking about is, like, could they get somebody that's also on a nice contract for next year, too? Yes, but there's also the just, like, if you get him, does it make it easier to retain him for next year? Yeah. He is coming back from major injury. Right. Is if he played well for seven weeks and then in a playoff run, is that enough for him to get paid big money? Or is it a thing where we're like, you know what? What if you got TJ Warren for three years, fourteen million, and it would just for turn sure. out to be a great deal? For sure, you get him, and even though he's a free agent, he likes it here. Yeah, you know he wants to stay here, and then you know he's like the hub of your bench offense next season. I kind of, I kind of like that one. Um, Matisse Thybul, not this, playing. This is a, this is a internet trade darling for the Nuggets. Yeah. Always Matisse ah. Thybul. I think you're. That second unit so good defensively can't score. I know. Double down, triple down, <laughs> triple and I down. do think. I think. Look, compared to what we've seen, the all den- the defense yeah. orientation is preferable, like a higher floor. But last night, the starters were so good, we kind of didn't really have to worry about it. They came in and they scored like four points in five minutes after the most ball is popping, percolating right. stretch of offense we've ever seen. Yeah, literally, and. Okay, they'd probably be playing with Jamal if he was healthy, so maybe that changes things. But I, I do brace myself for some ugly stretches with this unit. Like when they're getting stops and there's transition, it's wonderful. The half court, it can, it can get ugly. Can now. I tell you something though? I think defense is more consistent than offense. There might be some. I'm to do not that. bracing for bad stretches there. Because I just think that they're going to defend. I don't think they're going to have nights where it's like, man, they didn't bring their defense down. Like, like Christian Brown three. just didn't show up defensively yeah, tonight. Yeah, I just yeah. don't see it. I don't, I don't see it. it. I don't either. But here's the biggest part of that. Are we really going to give Bones Highland to Philadelphia? It is the biggest part of this. What and are we talking reason, about? Yeah, like, of course not. They're next. You mean send him home? Dude, can you imagine how miserable we would be if Bones Highland torched us in the finals? <laughs> Fuck. To help Joel Embiid, like that would be, I couldn't, I could not accept. That. I you know. can't, you can't worry about that though. You can, oh yes, I can. But we can worry about that. <laughs> I like it. not worried about the clear and present danger of the Lakers becoming better. No, I'm very worried about Philadelphia meeting in the finals. Well, Philadelphia's a good team. The Lakers are a bunch of it's a clown squad over there. They're just <laughs> pretending again, like they're uh, again three games out of the four seed. So it's not yeah, it, but three games out of the four seed, but they're in, below the ten seed. I'm just they're. As good as all of those crummy teams. All right. Uh, keep it moving here. M- one of my favorites, and I don't know how realistic. I think this one is more of the reach. I asked this question today, actually, on Lockdown. I'll ask you guys. Right now, we just Calvin Booth has KCP, great move. Bruce Brown, great move. Christian Brown, great move. He's three, three really great moves in building this roster. If he has an unforeseen 
banger of a trade. Oh, baby. Is he not the favorite for executive of the year? Like, could he win it based on a trade where we're like, holy crap, how did he pull that off? We should start the campaign. It's always a, yes. It's going to be what him or Danny H. <laughs> I think. Well, yeah, you've got Utah, you've got Cleveland, you've yeah. had a couple teams that have. I'm made telling you, it's moves. always a year behind with these. It so. is always a year. Behind. Anyway, I don't want to spend too much time on that. This would be more of the. It would be a trade I don't think yeah, could if, happen. If, but if maybe he pulls off a banger trade, build a statue. Danny Ab- Avdia, who is by the way Serbian on his father's side, oh. and, oh. and Jewish, and Jewish. Wow. Oh, I love that Harrison and the Serbs want to fight over. <laughs> could, but <laughs> the real question is, could we're all a little Serbian, you know. But the real <laughs> question is, could he could he suit up for Fairview High School? <laughs> Jeff, yes, of course. No, that he's Harrison's guy. Definitely Harrison's guy. There's no way. If you could, why not? Washington. Why does Washington want to move Denny for Bones? Why does Washington want to build a big three of Porzingis, uh, Beal, and okay, and so that they don't I don't know, know but for doing. some reason they do. All right, valid <laughs> counterpoint. I'm just saying again, I don't foresee it happening, but I hate when we always we do this at the draft too. Like that guy, will, Michael Porter, will never fall. Let's not even waste any time on him because it's not going to happen. And then you're like, oh shit, it happened. This is one where I don't expect it to happen, but you know what? Crazier things have happened. All right, fair enough. Avdia, Avdia would be um, would be intriguing. Yeah, I'd be very intrigued. He's an incredible defender. He's six foot eight. In- incredible defender, really? Yeah, he's an incredible defender. Wow, I did not think he moves that. The ball, yeah. He moves the ball well. Incredible he's defender. He's an incredible defender. Smart player. And wow. he's six eight. Like he would end up slotting in at the three, I think, and you would move Bruce. I think your offense is still a little shaky, although he gives you more like some dynamic <laughs> offensive game, you know, relative to what Denver's working well, with. Well, I mean, if moment. he's like an all NBA defender, man. I don't know sure. if he's like an all NBA oh. defender, but he is but he would make that defensive lineup better. Like he wow. he's he's a good he's a really good player. Sure, man. Sure. Sign moves me up. the ball. Might cost a lot when his contract comes up because he's so he would be so good. Mm-hmm. I, I, to me, this is like unrealistic. It's almost in the Alex Caruso, you know, type. You're hoping maybe, but I don't know. Denver, maybe they like him enough, and if he was available, it's Bones and a thing. But you right, get him back, yeah. and you're like, yeah, but we like this for yeah. more than just now. I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't profess to know a lot about him. He's not. I apparently don't either because I didn't not, know he was an unbelievable ever, defender. He's never he a player. It, his play, not unbelievable. No. Yeah, he's really good defender. He's never I did not know my that eye, uh, when we've. Uh, suited up against him, so I would have to look more into it. Have a, I know? I feel like I've never seen him play well. Like he that's another one. <laughs> He's, He's like basketball. Jaron Jackson with me. You know what yeah, though? Yeah. This is actually why teams like Washington are great trade partners. <laughs> yeah, it's like Denver Washington is almost the perfect. Who used to do the Spurs? Used to always do this. The Celtics have done this, where you're like, man, that guy's awesome. We'll trade him to Orlando for this junk player, and then the Orlando player becomes great in San Antonio and terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah, so it might be one of those scenarios. Uh, Otto Porter. Hasn't he been hurt the whole year? Yeah, he's, he's always he's been hurt. hurt for the last decade. It's just uninspiring. Pass. He did. He used to be Pass. like, I mean, he was the guy for a while. Like he was, he's uh, really good. He's really good. He was good. He was for the part Warriors. of the previous Wizards core. He was good. He was really <laughs> good for the for the Warriors for last year. I, I mean, he helped them win a title. I mean, he for meaningfully sure. impacted them yeah. winning a title. Yeah, I mean, like we're talking about a second unit that needs offense. So. You know, he would stand in the corner, like his job becomes easy. He's he not like, like dynamic. Michael Porter but Jr. for the second unit. Oh, he kind of looks like him too. I believe this would be a home run. I feel like it's more of a matter of could it even happen? Why not? Because again, I don't think Washington is eager to move Denny for I, well, bones. Are you talking about Otto Porter now or Denny? Oh, I'm sorry, Otto Porter. I'm yeah, sorry. We moved but on. either way, I I think that it's not that crazy. He was signed. He was signed. He's played with, in eight games this year, dude. Yeah, maybe he's just out of the question for that, <laughs> for that reason. He's been um, waiting to come Otto to Denver. Otto Porter went 
uh, underwent season-ending surgery oh, season ending. on January oh, well, 10th. There you go. Let's get him anyway. Well, there you go. There's, I'm in. But should we get him for next year? <laughs> well, yeah. Is he under contract? Was it a back Just, surgery, perchance? Justin Holiday. Is he? He's another one that I'm surprised keeps popping up. As I mean, he's he's Can been a guy a, I've yeah. mentioned the last several years, but I feel like he's just not that good anymore. Can we run a wellness check on this list before we? Yeah. <laughs> K- Caleb, run this Caleb or Cody? Chat, Caleb, Caleb or API. Cody Martin? Oh yeah, sign me up. Sign me up. Uh, preferably I for. I think you have to pay more though. Caleb. Caleb is the more offensive minded yeah. one. Cody the more defensive. They're both. I mean, they're both close enough, man. Yeah, I take either one. I think you have to include more stuff though on on especially on Caleb. I think it's like bones and stuff. I mean, is he under contract for next year? He just signed. Both of them just signed okay. deals. Okay. Then I mean, that's not, might not be the worst decision. I think they're actually on 3-year deals. Um, let me let me see here. Cody Martin has a 4-year deal left. Caleb Martin 3-year deal left. So they're on long term. Now, Caleb is on man, what a contract. 6 million, 6.8 and 7.1. That's yeah, a good deal. That'd be man. a great get. Absolutely. My great fear get. with both of these players is one, would it cost more than just bones? And two, <laughs> neither he nor Bruce nor Christian are naturally small forwards. And so that means one player ends up having to move to out of position. Yeah. That's my biggest fear there. Or <sighs> just plays over the other one. Yeah. That small that three is tough to find. Probably not Peyton Watson next year. Do you hey like man, it? He looked pretty good in guard. Do you like time. it more than TJ Warren? Yeah, just because I would prefer the defender every single time over the Kevin. offensive player. Torian Prince. Wouldn't hate it. Wouldn't hate it. Yeah. yeah, solid, reliable, veteran. Not based off last night, but <laughs> he's I do a good think player. He could be like a ninth man on a team that wins 16 in June. Right? Torian Prince to me would represent the insurance guy where I don't think I would want him to play, but he is there in case yeah. one of those guys went down. You're like, all right, well, we retain 90% of what we had before. Yeah. Well, in, in the case of like Jeff Green, that's a huge upgrade over Jeff Green. Like, yeah, but trading away Bones Highland in division to Tim Conley to take back a player that you're like, best case scenario, he doesn't play. I mean, that's, that why, I'm, that's why I'm not piping up on any of these trades. I'm not, I'm not excited about any of them. Here's a side note. Is Jeff Green playing with one hand last night? Did you That's see that? He now has like a cast on his left hand, the one that he had broken. Shut Wait, him down, what? man. What are we, I, I, yeah, I didn't see this. I didn't thought he was playing this. with one hand last I'm night. with you. And no, like, everybody was saying why? this. I didn't see it yeah. on the broadcast, and I didn't hear about it when we were doing the show yesterday. So none of us had to like talked about it. But then I heard a bunch of people being like, it looks like his hand's broken or something. Shut him down. What's the I point of playing I didn't ask about it. it. I'll, I'll, well, I Jack White gets some out. run. Honest to God, Jack White with two hands, I would take over Jeff Green with one. Honestly, like at that point, you're just looking for a guy to hustle and... Do stuff. Yeah, that's like the that's a pretty not that encouraging <laughs> sentiment about Jack White. That I think Jack White like, is if a, he has two hands <laughs> over, over. I think Jack White might be actually playable. He totally is because you don't need anything from he's that gonna, spot but hustle. He's, he's gonna do. He's it. Vlatko Light. Yeah, he totally. He totally is playable. Uh, and then last one for forwards here, Thad Young. Feel, he's still in the league. I was going to say, <laughs> look him up. He might actually he's going to. Thad, yeah, Thad Young might like, be like Otto Porter. I might have missed him. Where the hell is Kevin Love on this list? I he's mean, just, Chicago is a team. You know, keeps talking about him as well. San Antonio. You know, like they, they've had. There've been a lot of rumors. He around. is still in the league. He's playing for Toronto. Toronto, yeah, be, Toronto, be, San Antonio, Chicago. OG Thad. Washington package. have all been teams that have been rumored to be like you know active here. So. Um, let's do some guards real quick here. I'm going to run through them. Malachi Flynn. 
Mm. Malachi Flynn. Mm. He's all right. I'm what? Good. I'm good. He's not great. He's, he's you have never watched Malachi <laughs> Flynn yeah, play no. an NBA game, bro. Sure, sure, sure. No, get out of here. Oh, God. So you've played not in like four of them this year. Are we not excited about Malachi Flynn? No. It's not like a bones return? No. no. Peyton Pritchard? I would take Peyton Fuck. Pritchard. Sorry for Carson. I would take Peyton Pritchard. I can't do it on principle. I mean, you can't send him to the <laughs> Celtics, yeah. Drew Hanlon. Like, Bones becomes a Drew Hanlon guy introduced oh, via, like... God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is my nightmare. Payne Pritchard's good. I Peyton would totally Pritchett. take Pritchard. Pay- Pay- he Pritchett. just can't really play on the Celtics because they're so loaded. Yes. Yeah, I actually wouldn't be the worst. Trade. It would be a good. That would be a good move for Denver. Is I he, believe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Him and Colin he Gillespie would just like, he like morph into one yes. person. Like Bones wants a bigger role, so we got to get rid of him. Can you for imagine Pritchard, who the wants practices a role. with Colin Gillespie and Peyton Pritchard? Oh my God, I can't do it. You're right. He's I'm also, out. I'm he's, out. He's so he's much like, slapping the floor. I don't, not a I don't know that. how this guy ended up on the list. Like I don't. It doesn't sound realistic to me, but maybe it is. Emmanuel quickly. That's just because he nah. he is Bones at home. He, he just, just looks, looks like Bones. bones. Yeah, they're yeah. different though. They are. They're different human beings. I you say no, Wind. I just don't think that's what the Nuggets need. It really is a little bit more than It's more. like, they just don't need that. And you have to invest. Like, Emmanuel Quickly is not a player that you could trade for and be like, yeah, but he's not in the rotation. It's like, yeah. what are we doing then? Yeah, totally. It's uh, just the bones situation. Kyle Lowry? <laughs> How much did Kyle Lowry make? Is he on a max? Let's take a look here. Uh, he just he's making a ton of money. He's making a ton of money. But um, I right, mean, there could million, be a situation right. yeah, where he's no way, like dude. traded and bought, bought out, out or yeah, something. Yeah, he could be in the Westbrook, the he's Westbrook scenario. Not good though. You're right. Yeah, he's but not I mean, very he, could good he anymore. be a backup center or point guard for the Denver Nuggets? I Absolutely. mean, he's not good in that he's like was a starting point guard. Right. For us. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Also, washed, work, washed up old players, man. It's like Boogie. Would Boogie have played well for 82 games? Maybe. Maybe he would have. I don't know. But maybe it's like, well, we don't need, need him for 82. You need this guy for like five weeks. You, listen, mm-hmm. man. Like you, we're talking about the final piece here. Yeah. Um. Let's go Austin Rivers. Yes, I would take it. I've said this. You would trade Bones to Minnesota for Austin Rivers? Yes. I would. I, I, I absolutely would. I, I don't wouldn't be think, happy about it. But I don't like, think you're in a position right now where you need Austin Rivers. It would be nice to have more defenders, just like more, defenders more bodies and, to throw at people. And uh, people that can uh, initiate yeah, offensively. They have guys that play over him. That. I think they have guys that play more over than him Bruce. at this point. And Bruce and, and even Christian, to be honest. So if he was like part of some bigger pack, like if it was Nas and Austin, I'm going to start to get excited. Austin Rivers has that thing where he did win a playoff game for you. Like, he, absolutely. He's yeah, a big game player. Like, uh, We have to keep going. Goran Dragic. I have not thought about him once this season. This is probably more in the buyouts, I think, as well. Yeah, buyout territory. Although he's only making three million, I guess. Yeah, nobody likes. I don't care. I, I don't care what anybody. I would thinks, rather so. Malachi Flynn. <laughs> I don't care what you guys think. I I know that we need a guard back for the Denver Nuggets. Like I know we need a point guard, and so it's like we're kind of looking at a place of like, okay, who can we get? And yeah, Austin Rivers would be serviceable. Bones for Rivers is insanity. I mean, we're in a place where we just have to make a move. Insanity. Uh, Chris Duarte. I'm, I'm just like aging veterans. Like, I'm just out, you know. <laughs> He's like 26. <laughs> just kidding. Um, How'd you not bring up uh, Jalen McDaniels in the Jayden, fr- it, front court? Well, Jaden, you're thinking from Minnesota, or are you thinking from Charlotte? Charlotte, the gettable one. The gettable one. You think, you think he's gettable? Yeah. All right. Then Jalen McDaniel. I, I think that's Another a guy kind. who's intriguing because 
six nine can play the four and five on benching. It's like that's yeah. your Jeff Green replacement going forward. Maybe not a guy who's gonna help you in the playoffs this year, but like that's a guy who you could get for you know a couple years to come. What about and last one I have in guards, Patty Mills. Again, depending on situational, you know. maybe. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't uh, like hate it. Talk about pace. Wouldn't he? Yeah, I probably wouldn't trade. Bones. He's like Ish Smith with a jumper in terms of like he's going to sprint we had the ball. FIBA the Patty Mills, that would be <laughs> incredible. But if he had, Sp- hey, you know what I've always said: the 2014 Spurs. That's what Denver has to become. Patty Mills might be a guy that's like, hey, we're close. Here's the key, Jamal. You got to bring the ball up the court quicker. I mean, if we had Patty Mills, he'd definitely be. He definitely hit like over two and a half big shots for the Nuggets in the playoffs. I kind of like Patty. I kind of like Patty Mills, I would and totally also take Patty Mills. There is a, a, a part of this where you're just like, where are we sending bones that matters the least? And like, there you go. Totally. Like, I'm never gonna think about that again. So totally. that'll be nice. Um, all right, let's take one final break. On the other side, a very small segment as we're going to look at a historic night in the association. You guys, oh. LeBron James. Historic night. LeBron James. Guys, check out the Game Time app. It's the hottest new ticketing site out there. When you check out the Game Time app, make sure you're using the link in our description. It's right below us on the. Are you okay? Why are you oh, drinking that out of us? We got this from uh, the Lebanese guy. I like that you did that unceremoniously, just uh, on your own. <laughs> that is the strongest. Uh, if you guys need tickets to concert, shows, sporting events, check out the Game Time app. They've got these great last-minute price drops. If you've ever wanted to sit courtside, behind home plate, front row at a concert, that's what you can do with the Game Time app. Use our link in the description. Check it out. All right, we're back here. No. Uh, we're back here. Final segment. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna what, drink after we trade for Malachi Flynn. One name I forgot Flynn. to mention, actually, you guys. One name I forgot to mention: Jayshon Tate. I kind of actually former like this Nugget, one. former Nugget, summer leaguer. Malone loved him. Built like an absolute tank. Malone loved him. First team all ass, <laughs> dude. That man, yeah. Him and Damn, Christian this Brown like would be the you best really ass backcourt. You yeah, yeah. Uh, need to back up the dump truck to get that guy. <laughs> Again, like another another def- another defensive wing who's best at the two. You think he's best at the two? Yeah. He's give like 6'4". Give me Monte Morris. Yeah, he's 6'4", like P.J. Tucker's 6'4", though, man. I don't know. I think Jayshon Tate's P.J. best at the Tucker's four. P.J. Tucker's 6'6". Just get Monte <laughs> The other Morris, thing about please. Tate... just get Monte. Like, let's see. P.J. Tucker's not taller than me. I've stood next to that guy. He's not 6'6". <laughs> Tate's a guy that could maybe be in the rotation, right? Let's say he isn't, or a situation where he's not playing as much. He's it's, fine. He's fine. Yeah. And huh. there's a sneaky appeal to <laughs> He'll him. be happy because he's been playing on the Rockets the, the last three years. Rockets. Oh, my God. I think Jay Sean Tate would be an interesting I one. I think there's something to that. Um, all right. We got to get to what happened in the association last night, which I don't know if you're buried under a rock. But if you consumed any NBA content from ESPN yesterday, you found out that LeBron James became the leading scorer in NBA history. And it happened, I would say, somewhat unceremoniously. First of all, let's take a look at this picture. Zoom in for us, Kale. Did you guys see this picture? Yeah, it's incredible. Look at the crowd. Yeah. Not a single person is watching the game. There's one person (laughs) watching the game. It's the Nike. It's It's Phil Knight. Phil Knight, yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that. Look at every other person in the crowd. If you scroll up there, Kale, every other person is taking the photo, which I think is hilarious. This makes me want to puke. It really is funny because it's like none of those photos are better than the official photos. I know. There's a hundred professional photographers in this game. Whenever you're taking those photos, you're like, oh, I'm going to show this to, you know, my grandkids. And then it just gets like buried on your phone. That one you would show. You know, that, that's like a, I would take that too. I it's, actually kind of feel like people get a little. I don't. I for me, I, 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 I'm, listen, I'm all. I'm, I prefer to be in the moment. 
Yeah, I don't I'm always in that, but in the I moment on that stuff. I would argue that the person next to me with their phone recording the same moment as I'm watching is also in the moment. I think that they it's, just have I believe this specific moment is more valuable caught on camera than it is to watch. It was a very uninteresting fadeaway jump shot. There was it wasn't the winning so it wasn't true. winning the championship. It was <laughs> it was the it was a just a shot in the middle of a terrible game. It's just something you put on Instagram and then yeah, like you, you get a hundred likes listen, and you're like, hell yeah. about this, like all of those people are, <laughs> yeah, all of those people really are, nice. represent the eyes of thousands of more people. And this is a way to like share it with even more, like this you're gets shared, some artsy shared, right shared. Now. Yeah, but I'm also, an art, I'm a designer. I am artsy. But it's also wrong. Like this photo is the one it's that went wrong. viral. It is, it is wrong. But it doesn't matter. Also, it doesn't matter. It's actually sucks. not what I wanted to talk about. What I wanted to talk about is. Let's check in on the Lakers real quick, Kale. Oh, okay. We That's have uh, the tweet for yeah, the Bills one here. And let's let's zoom in. Look at this magical moment, guys. And keep an eye on number three there. I believe his Anthony Davis, I think. Let's take a look here. Zero Fs given right now. He is Not even watching the play. Sitting down. All right, here goes LeBron. History is made. And you know who? Look at history. And look at Anthony Davis. My know, God, I could run through a wall. The excitement. And you know who we have to thank for that is uh, people on their cell phones, not watching just experiencing <laughs> thank it live. You. Thank you. Can you go to the other clip here? The other clip we Eric. have from the other angle, also nice. from somebody from somebody's cell phone here. Let's take a look at this one here because it's equally as hilarious. Yes. LeBron. This is actually from Nate Jones. Jones on the NBA. ISOs for forever. I do love Thomas Bryant ducking in there. All right, he hits it. Now watch LeBron. Really weird. I'm going to run to my teammates. Nah, actually, now I'm going to run over here by myself. I don't want to celebrate this with a single person on my current team. I don't, I don't blame him. I don't want to celebrate with Max Christie. This <laughs> is the ultimate hilarious. Look at him, like, all oh, hands on knees. Like, wow, what an overwhelming moment, you guys. Wow. Everybody get away from me. Get away from me. Hold on. I'm doing my thing. You Let know, me get down like, on I'm, one knee. I'm not going to hate on LeBron I'm with for wins. this, man. I'm, with I'm not going to hate on wins. him for this here, at all. I am going to hate on him. Here's why. They lost a very important game last night. The teammates on the bench clearly are like, whatever, this MFR. This is why I'm going to hate on him. This feels so inorganic to me. Of course it's inorganic. That's why I'm going he to hate on He just became the all-time scoring leader at NBA what, history. Do we, do we, this is way bigger than a game against the Thunder. It's, it's not right. for them, though. Like, yes, it's not it for is. All it players. is for them, though. It, it's it, one it, game. Here's the thing. Was he not going to pass it? Was he not going to pass that number? He absolutely was. They're, they're, they're going to lose against Milwaukee tomorrow night, too. Uh, what I'm saying is... It, it's inorganic. If Jokic was like chasing the triple double, we always talk about we love that he doesn't chase them, that he doesn't, he just gets them. He just gets them. That's the history. I'm saying LeBron in this moment was going to get that either tonight or Thursday. Guess what? Also on national television, they needed the game. And it's inorganic to me that it happened in this moment that was like, now I have to run over here away from everyone else and do this whole thing. I'm sorry. He was going <laughs> no, to break man. that record, it was inevitable. The way that it, the fact that it happened to me in such an artificial way, in by the way, a important loss. They were tied Come with the Thunder on, last man. night. I'm Come with on. I'm with Wynn, dude. He became the all-time leading Come scorer. On. It was also a huge moment to every teammate except Yeah. Andy, who no, were all nobody excited. on the Lakers except Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook are hating on him for that. Moment. Do you have where do you come in on this one? Come on. It's a big moment in the NBA. It is. No question about it. Uh, it was going to be a big moment whether it happened the then, are, whether it I happened mean, the, the Lakers next are, play. are trash. They're not doing anything. They're not going anything. Even with D'Lo. Uh, so, so if they would have won that game, you would have been cool with it? What do you mean? 
Me? Oh, Adam? Adam? I'm saying in part they didn't win the game because the moment was bigger than the game itself. Of course. Hey, damn right it was. Yeah, but in a way... It should have been. But it, but it was made extra. Like, it didn't it need to be... It should have been made extra. No way, man. They did it exactly win. right last time. They should have stopped man. the game. They should have done the whole presentation. This is wild It was exactly right. Didn't they do this for Steph when he broke the I don't the mind them stepping the game. This didn't wasn't, about, come on the this wasn't about them stopping the game. What it was about is, to me, is like a... a there's no like celebration with the teammates. There's no run to this. There's it's just everything felt to me like it was like boom, I accomplished my mission today, yeah. which yeah. was to break a record that I was going to break now tomorrow, the dude, fourth quarter, the dude, third. I'm quarter. That's, fine with that's it. an insane fucking mission to set and accomplish. He's the I'm leading scorer it. in NBA history. Man, it's a big deal. Yeah, uh, it is a big deal. I'm just saying it was going to happen. It's not like it didn't need the extra <laughs> ceremony, is what I'm saying. It was going to happen. So they shouldn't celebrate it because it was inevitable. I don't understand. I'm saying the celebration to me it was was just so hollow that it was like nobody seems to know what to do. Half the people aren't even oh, yeah. excited for him. Walk away to a different part. Like no, to what me, it, what it, was like, like what it is is like truly emblematic of what LeBron James has done to this the is la my latter half of his this career. This is my whole point. It's like it should be something that is celebrated, but it is so weird. It's like he's on this it's weird so zombie team. It's over the top. It's very. It's focused on LeBron. It's always about LeBron. It's annoying. We're tired of it. But last this is like his last. This is this is LeBron's last thing. It should have been about LeBron, but there's an organic way, and this was an inorganic thing. And that's what I'm saying is this was going to happen no matter what. It was always going to be a big moment for him. It was always going to be this or that. The way it happened just felt so. Mu it's it's like when Calipari. When he when Anthony Davis was drafted, I remember the Mike caught him saying, "After you get picked, I want you to shake your mom's hand, come give me a hug, then walk the thing." And it was like, "Is he wrong for wanting these things?" No, but there's something so inorganic and scripted think, about it that makes it. I actually think he's been the up. most famous American no athlete question. alive his entire life. No question. And I think it'd be virtually impossible for him or anyone to do anything organic left in his career. I can't. I can't imagine Jokic setting like a triple double record. Of course, Jokic walking away. But from Jokic, Jokic I'll tell you what. Exception to the rule. I'll though. also tell you what. If Jokic sets a record like this, and I watch a Lakers show, and they're shitting on how he reacted, I'm thinking those guys are losers. Jokic had no ceremony for the MVP. None. Because yeah. it's not important to him. Yeah. It's not important. I don't know. Uh, to me, I thought it was lame. Hit that outro music. We got a buff show that's getting ready to hop in here. Um, tomorrow, we're going to be back at 1230 doing a... Thank you there. Uh, I got at least some people agree. Yeah, one person agreed with yeah, you. One person. I got him. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be back at 12... We're going we're gonna to do 1230 tomorrow. Uh, for the oh, we do have two super chats. Let's get to them here. Um, Bombay says, have you asked for takes? No, don't care. Jokic and Jamal are the best duo in the NBA. Let's go. Nice. All right. Love it's it. true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we... uh, Tyler says, teams have gone five out small ball in the playoffs a lot in recent years. Zeke is the prototypical center for that scenario. Strong agree. This is why the like Lopez, Drummond, any of yeah, those, I'm like, yeah, I do it. like them, but ultimately yeah. it's not going to matter. In fact, everyone keeps talking about Aaron Gordon being the backup five I'll just say this. I love that idea. I just hope Denver practices it before they go to it. If yeah. that's Denver's plan, I hope we see it before the playoffs. We've seen it for one half. One quarter. No, they need practice with it. No, no doubt about it. All right, 1230 tomorrow, guys. Should be a banger. We'll see you then. Let's go.